0: What's in store for tech stocks at the beginning of 2024? This is The Markets. Hi, I'm Sam Grobart. Today, I'm joined by Eric Sheridan from Goldman Sachs Research. Eric, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Let's talk about last year. There was obviously strong performance across major stock indices, which was due in large part to large tech stocks, which were up more than, I think, 59% for 2023. I was sort of hoping you could get us up to speed on this. How did things develop over the end of the past year? And what are you seeing already at the start of 2024? So there were
1: two dominant themes in technology last year. The first was that companies acknowledged they needed to cut costs and be more profitable. That was an element of interest rates going up, valuations coming down, and most companies having invested very heavily as if the pandemic was gonna continue as a trend line into the future. So you initially saw this earnings revision cycle come up that was very supportive of stocks. Second, the AI wave came to the forefront for most people came to the forefront in the form of chat GPT usage. And now you have a secular growth theme around AI and an earnings revision theme about restrained investments. And that was the fuel that led to the recovery in tech in twenty three after the downdraft in those stocks in twenty twenty two.
0: Let's talk about AI for a second. Obviously, last year was sort of the big coming out party for the technology. But how are you thinking about it in terms of this year?
1: Yeah, last year was... What caught the imagination in pop culture was ChatGPT and using these chatbots. But the reality was last year was about picks and shovels is what we've talked about, which is you have to build stuff. You have to put semiconductors and chips out there that can handle these workloads. You have to have cloud computing and computing power to be able to execute against all of these requests that we're asking for the chatbots. As we turn from 23 to 2024, what's going to become interesting is how do these applications applications scale and get built in the real world. And there's really two components of it in your work life on enterprise. How do you use AI for productivity gains and to streamline your workflows? And in your personal life as a consumer, how does it change your internet computing habits? what's different about searching the Internet or how you shop or how you consume information and how might that change. So there's two components in the real world, your work life and your consumer life and how AI might impact
0: both. Let me touch upon the macro environment for a quick second here. What does the increasing likelihood of the soft landing that we've been talking about now for a few months, what does that mean for the technology sector? It predominantly, in our view, has
1: an output for the consumer landscape. Interestingly, if you take a step back, the enterprise or business environment has mostly been in a no growth or recessionary environment since the end of 2022. Most businesses started cutting jobs, slowing hiring, restricting some of their computing needs and cutting back on brand advertising spend. Those are all hallmarks of a business recession. What we haven't yet had is a slowdown in consumer spending. You came out of the pandemic, the consumer was flush with capital. You saw everything from revenge travel to the services economy lift up. So I think the biggest debate right now in my sector for internet, because most of it is how does the consumer act, is will the consumer slow down? Our work is saying the consumer is slowing and normalizing, but not tipping towards a recession right now.
0: I want to talk a little bit about the traditional focus in tech investing, which has always been on the big mega cap tech companies, the magnificent seven, as they've been called. But you've suggested in some of your research that there may be other sectors in the market to consider for 2024. Where are you seeing opportunities and why?
1: Yeah, there was a wide divergence in performance last year. We've been through this in tech before. There's been the Fang acronym. Last year was the Magnificent Seven. And what typically happens in technology investing is some of these acronyms or phraseology take over and those stocks unure a lot of benefit in terms of flows into them as a result of it. What was left behind, though, was a lot of smaller or mid-cap companies that, if you go back to the beginning part of our conversation, have done the same cost-cutting the same optimization around profits and are still exposed to many of the secular growth themes, but now trade at the widest discount to their large cap peers that they have going back all the way to, wait for the punchline, 2002, the last time we had a bubble that burst and a bear market that led to another bull market. So we do think there's opportunities to look among smaller mid cap names and find compelling opportunities that are plays on the same exact themes that were drivers for the larger cap stocks last year. And last question, Eric, what's going to be on your radar for next week? Yeah, looking out to next week, it's really we're coming into the period where, as you referenced earlier, how is the consumer acting coming out of the holiday period? Typically, there's a slowdown in Q1. We're going to get into earnings season coming up pretty soon. And how companies sound about the health of the consumer coming out of holidays, which was very promotional, where there was a lot of spending. But what does the consumer look like as we get deeper into 2024 and how companies sound around that
0: is going to be pretty interesting in the weeks ahead. Eric, thanks so much. Great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. That does it for another episode of The Markets. Be sure to find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your streaming audio. I'm Sam Grobart. Thanks so much for listening. The opinions and views expressed in this program are not necessarily the opinions of Goldman Sachs or its affiliates. This program should not be copied or published without the express written consent of Goldman Sachs. Each brand mentioned in this program is the property of the company to which it relates and is not used to imply any ownership or license rights. Goldman Sachs is not providing any financial, economic, legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice through this program. Neither Goldman Sachs nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any information contained in this program. Our theme was composed by Soundboard.